hello hello hey guys hi hello uh good afternoon evening morning depending on where you are and what time you are listening to this uh sanbonani yeah guys oh my gosh this is the second episode i'm so excited but before we get into it like before we get into the nitty-gritties of it like really unpack it i don't know who packed it but somebody packed it that's why we need to like quickly unpack it um so yes okay let me start by saying thank you so much for everyone who's been listening i see you guys i see you um all the way the us of a shout out to everybody like what it do what's good guys um are you all good are you all okay i think you guys are in the warmer season hope you're keeping cool because as here hey yeah it's cold shame yay guys it's cold it's the it's one of the chilliest weekends i've experienced so far this winter in south africa so let me introduce myself oh yes 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 and people from ireland ireland okay not ireland doesn't like the island and the waters like ireland i-r-e-l-a-n-d island shout out to every one of those guys thank you so much i am so humbled and super excited to have you and yeah i hope you'll be tagging along with me and the rest of the beloveds while we cruise we are on cruise control on love rest okay and okay before i forget to introduce myself english is a problem guys forgive your girl um my name is tandeka so tandeka is isizulu is my language not really my language my language is is in but when you're not from south africa that is gonna be a bit complicated but anyway yeah my name is tandeka which simply means in english lovable i know i know y'all i know thanks lovely name i know thank you <laughs> jokes aside yeah so i'm all the way in south africa and yeah it's lovely to have you guys and i hope you're having as much fun as i am so yeah this is the second episode super excited what is the excitement saying to the child which is you and me they're saying let's get right into it so yeah let is let us not waste any more time and yeah guys since it's winterish or winter wherever you are if it's winter like can we just can you keep warm get in your blanket sip some tea you know get warm get warm so that hey this this flu and this cold they just they do not come near us you know and especially this coronavirus thingy they say it loves cold places i don't know but yeah can we just keep warm okay i've been drinking lemon honey and ginger tea um, which also helps to strengthen and boost the immune system so it's not only so good but it is a healthy as well beneficial to the immune system and your health overall so it's just freshly cut lemon and freshly cut ginger hoi that or throw that in a cup hot boiling water Ugh, boiling water is hot you get what i mean boiling water stir in honey put in as much as you want just it according to your taste me i like it as sweet as possible so i just put it in there and yeah without me babbling 
any more than I am right now. Let us jump straight into it. So we'll just be reading from Matthew chapter 22 and it will be verses 37 and 39. So we'll just be talking about the most important commandment or commandments rather and we all know that the most important which is the principle uh, of it the headmaster of it is loving god and then secondary to it would be loving your neighbor so it reads as follows i'm reading from the amplified classic version um it reads as follows you shall love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind intellect um sure i looked at that verse and i just saw heart mind soul those three words got highlighted when i read that passage or that that verse rather and i got interested um to find out in how the heart works what what it does physically and what its purpose is on a more spiritual or emotional level and the same goes with the soul and the mind so i had to go and really dig up or unpack it yeah unpack it <laughs> so um let, let's just go right into it So it says the heart, um, and then I, I got a definition of what the heart is. We all know what the heart is, but um, on a more defined perspective, it says it is a muscular organ that functions as the body's circulatory pump. That is a big job. That is an important job that the heart is doing in our bodies. Um, so it is very important that we keep it healthy and that it will function properly and keep it very um you need to be cautious about what you put into your body because then it, it the, the arteries can get easily clogged that's when all the diseases just come flooding in i'm not a medical uh, person so yeah, most of the things that I'll probably be saying is something that I learned somewhere or probably my own theory, but I don't want to use my own theory because I'm going to mislead and lead people astray. So I don't want to be doing that, but it will be something that I know that I've learned. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not a, a medical expert on anything and I'm not a biologist as well. So this is just me um, having dug up and having found out what what is, if that even makes sense. Um, so we all know that if you eat a lot of fat, it will probably clog your arteries and 
we don't want that because then the blood it the 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 heart cannot do its role properly or cannot do its job properly um like pumping the blood so that it gets to the places where it needs to get so that your body just functions in a proper fashion um so for physical health that is the heart the physical heart itself one needs to eat healthy food we try it's not easy especially because takeaways and fast foods are so convenient and so quick quick so sometimes maybe we probably opt for that but um doing your own meals i think that is the better option because you know what ingredients you put into your food right and you can control the amount of fat or oil that you use to do your food um to cook your food so at least then you are careful as opposed to you don't even know um the amount of fat or oil that they use to do something at a fast food restaurant or a fast food outlet you know so we need to be eating healthy uh drinking lots of water we need to exercise i know i'm i'm just i'm not good at that i'm not even gonna be saying no i don't even exercise guys uh pray for your girl <laughs> pray for me pray for me um i'd love to exercise but sure i am just one lazy person which is not good and we should not condone laziness but yeah um exercise does the heart good um your 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 cardio it does your cardiovascular um some good i know guys sometimes maybe i'm not saying them right uh, all the medical ex experts out there or people in the medical fields um you'll know what it is you'll know what i mean <laughs> um but yeah so once the heart gets diseased this will make the heart weak and deteriorate its ability to function as normal so we don't want that um so that's why um doctors would recommend that you keep it as healthy as possible so that the heart will properly do its job okay so that was the physical part of it and then we'll move on to the more spiritual aspect of it the ex abstract part the one that we can't see and touch and feel that part um so the heart uh, is the center of every thought feeling and dream so that that is where everything comes from um we'll just be reading a few verses about the heart because um when you read in the bible about the heart yeah most of the time it's like the heart everything if, if your heart is defiled then what comes out will also be defiled and it is deceitful so let's just go ahead and read from um scripture what it says about the heart so um okay so out of the heart comes what we've been feeding it so the more you feed it with um filthy things then filth comes out garbage in garbage out that's the principle of it but once you feed it with wholesome goodness things then that's what will come out as well um so we will be reading from matthew chapter 12 and it will be verse 34 
and 35, which reads as follows. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. That is the Bible that I normally use. Um, so it reads as follows. You brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the tre treasury of an evil heart. So you see that a, fruit, a, a tree is identified by its fruit we can tell what you've been feeding your heart you've been tell what you've been feeding yourself by how what you speak so what comes out then we we we, we can say that is what comes from the heart because that's what you are feeding the heart and then on jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 it goes on to say the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked Matthew, okay, I think we've read that. And then Matthew chapter 15, uh, verse 19 and 20, it says, For from the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. These are what defile you. But the words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles you. So we should be very careful in what we we feed ourselves on uh, what we feed our hearts because remember we said in the beginning that's where the thoughts that is the center of every thought feeling and dream so you just want to be careful on what you are feeding um your heart um feeding those thoughts feelings and dreams which they they are centered at in the heart and then um we see that psalmist david or king david in the book of psalms chapter 19 verse 14 he says may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you O lord my rock and my redeemer so once again when you sit and ponder and meditate those thoughts and those feelings and those dreams in the heart David says, may the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. May that be our prayer as well, that whatever we think of, whatever we feel, may it be pleasing to God, may it be glorifying to God, you know. Um, may he, may he, those strongholds, may they be destroyed, those negative things that the devil tries and trick, comes and tricks you with, um, those doubts, you know, um, you just give that unto God that he may hold captive all those thoughts that are not supposed to be you know supposed to be thinking of or those that are not glorifying god or not pleasing to god that he may hold captive each and every negative thought or each and every destroying or destructive thought that may come to you may he just those strongholds may they be destroyed and then the book of proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life and first john chapter 5 verse 21 says 
Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. That would be little idols that we we make for ourselves along the way. Um, now you have an idol of loving money. Um, that takes the, the, the place of God in your heart. Because it even says um, in the Bible that you cannot be serving two masters. You can't be serving money You can't, and at the same time be serving God. There will be one that you'll be serving more than the other. So that those are idols, uh, one of an example of an idol that that might take God's place in our hearts. But you know what um, you have built as an idol for yourself, being conscious or subconscious. Um, you need to ask God to just clear that and, you know, up, um, demolish all those idols in your heart so that only God takes the place in your heart because to summarize now the heart part of it it says love the lord your god with all your heart so god should be taking all the space in your heart you see so you can't be having god and a few idols loving money loving the world um being why how can i say this being after getting achievement so much that you you neglect what is the most important thing in your life which is putting god first so let's just prioritize um obviously we need to have a job on this earth paul says that if you don't work you won't get to eat okay so we need to be putting food on the table therefore we need to work but let not careers um be our main priorities because on this earth we are here for just a moment and then we'll be passing through so you don't want to be now storing wealth for yourself or treasures on this earth whereas you'll be leaving them here you know what i mean so let's just make sure that we clear idols in our hearts um addictions of food um you know let's let's just clear everything you you know you sit down and you have an introspection you know you can identify an idol or two that has now been built um in your heart but um just ask god to remove those so that he can take his place again it goes back to what you are feeding your life or your heart with and then the lord expects a clean heart from us or from me that will serve him and love him wholeheartedly sure i've said a mouthful um Okay, so we're just going to go to the soul part of things. So the soul is defined as that is the life of a person. So you are the soul. You are not the boat. <laughs> you are the soul. Um, so let's just go ahead because we, we, we get into scripture, guys. I don't want to be speaking about things that I think is or what my opinion is but rather let, let's just scripture will interpret scripture scripture will say um what it is that we should do and not do what pleases god what does not please god um so scripture is always first uh reference to whatever it is before anyone else can say something you go to scripture and then person teacher pastor comes secondary Okay, let's just get into a few verses. So, we will read the book of Matthew. 
chapter 10 show sure, my twanging guys <laughs> oh lord my accent anyway uh matthew chapter 10 verse 28 okay and do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul but rather be afraid of him who can destroy both soul and body in hell remember that the soul is the life of a person so we can't be going around being afraid of what people can do to the body whereas the body is not the life of a person the body is just uh some people will call it the shack <laughs> well it's in isizul they call it umkuku umkuku means a shack guys okay but they're just being um light-hearted about it and just being a bit funny um but they they just try to say you you can't be you can't be attending to the body more than you should be attending to the soul you see because um people can kill the body but they can't kill the soul but rather we should be afraid of god who can destroy both soul and body and once the soul is destroyed you don't want to know what happens to that okay that is hell like literally hell in the fires where they never get extinguished they never get put out and until 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 like eternity you are in there so you don't want to find yourself in there so don't go around being afraid of those who are just like us or be afraid of the devil because even if he can try and um get you killed physically he can't get to the soul okay so um james chapter 1 verse 21 so get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness and in a humble gentle modest spirit receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your hearts contains the power to save your souls that is from the amplified classic edition sorry i just mix up everything i read from both versions most of the time um for reference though but on daily basis i read from my nlt version so when when you you get born again when you are saved when you are a child of god now you are transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of god um the kingdom of goodness the kingdom of milk and honey okay um the old is gone the new has come right you are a new create creation or new creature now so you want to get rid of all the uncleanness because that is contrary to how the spirit is um so all the wickedness you must do away with and then you welcome the word that contains the power to save your souls okay so in 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 conclusion of the soul part of it be sure that god has saved your soul meaning that you have given your life to god i hear people they keep saying they have a relationship with god but they're not saved i don't think that can be right i don't think that's right i don't think that's right you need to be saved first so that you may have a relationship with god 
right? Because then you are you are cautious in what you do, what you say, um, how you think. Because all you wanna do, like all you want to do for the rest of your life, is just dwell in his presence and do what he wants you to do, rather than living for yourself. Because at the end of the day, we have died to self. Christ now lives in us. Um, so we are living for Christ now. We're no longer living for ourselves. We have we we are doing away with with what we want, you know. So we being sh- what I mean by being sure that God has saved your soul is that you have you have surrendered your life to God. You have been born again by believing in your heart and confessing with your mind that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that's how you get saved, and that's how your soul is saved. Um. And then now it is required of us to love him because we literally, practically, technically, we owe him our whole being. That is our soul, right? Because soul is the life of a person. So we owe God our whole being. That's, that, that is how we worship him, um, that our lives may be sacrifices to God. Yes. So that was the soul part of it. I'm sure when you are sitting where you are, um, you're probably thinking of other things or other verses that you can just add to this, you know, or maybe the Holy Spirit is just giving you more, more insight or giving you more revelations about this. Um, so yeah, let's just move along to the mind part of it. So the mind is that part of the human being in which thought takes place and perception and decisions to do good, evil, and the like comes to expression, right? It comes to expression. So remember in the heart, that is where the center of thoughts, feelings, and dreams. But now in the mind, it comes to expression, Okay, so let's just look at scripture in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. It says, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Okay, that is of utmost importance that we, we, we are being renewed, our minds are being renewed, right? Um, and that God will transform us and that he may change the way we think because up here is a problem the mindset once the mindset is off off trail is off balance hey it's bad guys you your whole life become becomes off balance but once you get it balanced by by letting god transform you by changing the way you think then you get everything balanced then you then because it comes to expression then expression is equals to deeds now cannot really equals to but it leads to you doing now because it is it is in expression in your mind so now once you do it that is how you fully now it it comes alive by you doing it so everything it starts in the heart goes to the mind where it comes to expression and then that's when you act so you see now from the heart goes to the mind and then you let it out 
okay so you want to be careful what you feed the heart so that whatever processes in the mind that comes to expression you will be able to act it out meaning then whatever is good comes to the mind it you act it out you say it out whatever form of expression that you come to do um so the evil one will plant seeds in your mind which are contrast to god's will and plan okay in the book of ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 it says instead let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes and then the book of philippians chapter 2 verse 5 let the same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you which was in christ jesus let him be your example in humility let the same attitude and purpose and mind be in you which was in christ jesus cannot emphasize that enough christ gave up all the splendor all his privileges in heaven and he came to earth and he became flesh um i don't think that was easy to leave all the riches in heaven um, to come down and suffer you know and being in a flesh that becomes weak and weary you know but he had an attitude of of wanting to please god all the time being humble all the time being a servant all the time so that is what we should also be doing or rather be seeking after that we may have this mind of christ and then in closing that part uh, without the renewal of the mind by christ we will live according to how how the old man lived and the old man this is how he lived right he was living to please the flesh which is contrary to how the spirit is um so if gossiping was your thing if stealing was your thing if sexual immorality was your thing um if sorcery and witchcraft was your thing those are all if greediness was your thing idolatry was your thing you know um you didn't know any better we all didn't know any better before coming to christ um so if christ does not renew if we do not allow christ to renew our minds then we will live according to how the old man lived meaning you just resurrect himself from time to time and you will allow him because if you keep feeding the flesh he gets resurrected because he he goes back to living how he lived and as opposed to how he should be living life in the spirit now he that he is saved and once the renewal process takes place then we will be able to love god with all our mind therefore if any person is engrafted in christ the messiah he is a new creation a new creature altogether the old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away behold the fresh and new has come oh my lord that is so refreshing to know that is so beautiful to know that god has pardoned everything that we have done before um as being ignorant and neglecting the truth that we thank god that by his grace and his grace alone not by our works 
not by our efforts or might or power, but by his grace and his grace alone, with his love, we are saved. We have come to Mount Zion. We have come to Christ. We now we cannot be afraid anymore. Where there is comfort, where there is love and abundance, where there is joy and peace. So yeah, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And yeah, um, episode three. Okay, let's not talk about episode three. Let's talk about episode two because that's where we are. Um, yeah, so as we go about our daily lives, let this verse just, or this scripture rather, just be grafted in that we may ponder upon it, that we may meditate upon it, that what does it really mean to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind? Okay, I almost forgot. The second most important, um, because that was the primary one. So the secondary um, commandment is, you shall love your neighbor as you do yourself. So we all know, podcast is called Love Rest we just we just in this love thing we in this rest thing so god is love but anyone who does not love does not know god this is real love not that we loved god but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins dear friends since god loved us that much we surely ought to love each other you can't say you love god Okay, so I was reading from the first book of John, um, chapter 4. It was verse 8, 10, and 11. Um, so basically what I just want to throw in there is that, okay, it, it says in the Bible as well, I think in the, in the same book, that you can't say you love God whom you have not seen, but fail to love your brother who you are living with on this earth or your neighbor who you are living with on this earth doesn't make sense it, then you are a liar and it goes as far as saying you are you are a murderer at heart and murderers they will not inherit the kingdom of god um but loving your neighbor is very important as well i mean if it's deemed as the second most important then you see how how god wants us to do it or what god wants us to to do um so we need to be loving our neighbors guys and a neighbor is any person. It's not just someone who who lives in the house next to yours. Okay. A neighbor is any person in need of one's help or kindness. So anyone that you can show mercy, anyone that you can show love to, anyone that you can help in time of need, that is your neighbor. When you... Okay, the parable of the Good Samaritan, you know how it went down. Um... He, he did not even know that, that that person who got mugged and got beaten up and left by the side of the road because two people passed him and then the good Samaritan, he, he couldn't. He couldn't because he knew that was his brother, that was his neighbor, you know. So he helped him out. That is how God wants us to do. You, don't, you, you can't just say, no, but I don't know this person or... I'm not related to this person, you know, um, or we're not gelling on that kind of a level. But when you see someone maybe in the streets, I know sometimes for me personally, I'm just going to confess 
that it gets hard because there are so many people out there, you know, begging, asking for money. And then sometimes in my heart, you know, the center of feeling, thought and dream, <laughs> I'd be thinking, and because some of those people, they use that money to buy drugs, you see. So you end up withholding um, help from someone else who might be needing it the most. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like, there's someone else maybe because that one is using it to buy drugs. Doesn't mean the next will be using it to, to buy drugs. Um, so we just need to to allow the Holy Spirit to discern such things for us so that we know exactly what to do, when to do it, um, you know, so that we we are not of fault and we are really loving our neighbors as you love yourself because you don't want to get cold. You wouldn't want to be staying out there in the cold without a blanket. You wouldn't want to go for a day without food. Um, you wouldn't want to go a day without water. Um, you know, so you would want to 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 nurture yourself. So why not do it to your neighbor, to the next person who needs the help? Anyway, that's it for today. So as you go about this day, um, we are still in this global pandemic situation. Um, but fear not, God is with us, and if God is for us, who can be against us? You know. Um, so let's just stay in faith. Let's keep worshipping. Let's keep praising God in this circumstance. Um, because it is God's will for us to be thankful in all circumstances. So yes, remember to pick up someone who is weak. Um, pray for them. Text them. Call them. Let's take care of each other. Let's be kind to each other, guys. It's not an easy time for, 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 for anyone right now. But let's just be kinder. Let's just um, be thoughtful. Um, let's be there for each other. Um, so yeah, this is me signing out. Until the next episode, um, take care. Keep well. Keep warm if you are in the winter season. Um, keep cool if you are in the warmer season. And may God abundantly bless you guys i love you so much and yeah may god bless you and he loves you more than i ever will so take comfort in him rest in him love him signing out bye okay hold up hold up um you know that each and every episode at the end actually of each and every episode i get to share something whether light or serious or whatever it may be but look listen guys okay something is happening in this whole pandemic of this whole corona virus covid19 however you may want to refer to it okay in my country they are because the numbers are sharply rising um number of infections number of deaths so there is one province right that is already digging up graves that's we are talking about a million plus graves that are that are allegedly to be dug okay that is that is I don't know guys i don't know how to feel about this i don't know how you guys would feel how are you guys feeling how would you guys feel about it like what's your thought what's your take on it how 
why would the government be digging graves already to prepare just in case people die in like huge numbers like i don't know that it's not right it doesn't sound right it doesn't feel right i don't think it's right to be digging someone's grave and in the country that i live in guys because we are such a humorous nation you know people i saw someone was already test driving quote unquote they grave saying that yeah well well done it is the right size okay you can put some humor in it but on a serious note guys i don't know this is so wrong how do you dig up a grave for someone who's still alive what what are you trying to say anyway peace out love you till next episode take care